when she was here invading my space, I was like, future Mia doesn't care. You are listening to Relationship Renegade Weekend Edition, the show that brings you hard truths and realities about relationships. I'm your host, Dr. Jameson Mercier, licensed clinical social worker and doctor of marriage and family therapy. And this weekend, like all weekends, I got my co-host, Mia, with me. How are you, Mia? I'm good. I'm here, ready to roll. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, you Probably are. something. <laughs> yes, yes, you are. So uh, today we're talking about something that's got just about everyone's lives all kinds of jacked up right now. <laughs> yes, you know, all jumbled up. For mm-hmm. real. And so emotionally and in, in many cases, um, literally, right? Uh, we're talking about this, this, this thing called COVID slash coronavirus. Um, We've addressed. Dun, dun, dun. I know we've addressed coronavirus before on the show, um, but it's still here, and things—it's almost like an evolving situation. So mm-hmm. we decided to address it again. There's, there's, there's more that needs to be said, um, and so that's what this show's about. Yeah, absolutely, and it's like you said, it's becoming something that longer than anticipated. And I think that um, that in itself um, was grounds for some, some talking. Yeah. You know, um, when we find ourselves in some uncertain times, we can deal with the uncertainties for maybe a couple weeks, a few weeks, even a couple months in many cases. Mm-hmm. That's if we know that. Right. I don't know if you've seen this lately, but there's been some memes rolling around on the internet um, that's been trending that are showing like, you know, stars or whatever um, in like March through now. And they have like different faces of despair. Um, I don't know if you've seen that, like just growing despair as the day, as the months go on. So, you know, people are trying to make it, um, make it funny, but ultimately I think it's reflecting how some people are really feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine it, it gets to where it's a bit of a draw. It, it's draining, you know? And so mm-hmm. what we're going to address in these next few minutes are um, different coping strategies for a couple of situations. Um, because we can be stuck in our despair or we can, you know, seek ways to manage it because there's, and, and I'll just be frank, it seems to be something that's going to be with us for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. And how can we find the little, you know, moments of that silver lining? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's jump into this, right? So as a result of COVID, um, lots of things have changed for millions of people. All right. And we're talking about little simple mundane things to literally people losing loved ones. Um, And that's Mm -hmm. just 
heartbreaking. Um, but we're going to talk, um, we seem to be talking today, focusing on the space aspect. I have a friend of mine. Um, she has a really awesome podcast. Her name is Patrice Washington. She has what's called a space pillar. Um, uh, her, her podcast is Redefining Wealth, if anyone's interested, uh, with Patrice Washington. Let her know that Jameson Mercier sent you. But she, one of the dimensions of being uh, okay, being well, she talks about your space pillar. And for a lot of people, their space pillar either no longer exists or it has been radically uh, remodeled, renovated, if we can use those <laughs> words. That's nice. <laughs> you know, so if you are uh, someone in that situation currently where, you know, your space has changed, you know, and there's a number of ways mm -hmm. in which it can change. Um, this episode's for you. And if you know someone whose space has changed, do them a favor and send them this podcast and uh, tell them to keep hope alive. We're with you. Yeah. So first thing we want to talk about, there are some people who find themselves having to move in with others, right? Whether it's friends or families, Um co-workers even i don't know and mm -hmm. that can be very disruptive to your life any thoughts on that mia yeah i mean i actually had um, a personal experience with that and <clears throat> if i may share um i had my mom was living with me and she you know with those conversations we had to have some candid conversations um you know, she, she had lost her job <clears throat> because of COVID and she found herself living with me and, you know, I went through my own things, which we can talk about, but for her, when I did talk to her about it, you know, she felt like, um, she was burdensome that she was trying really hard to stay out of my way and, um, just that kind of coupled with like not really knowing when she was going to be able to have a job again or, you know, just the simple things of like unemployment. Um, what is it called? The unemployment websites just shutting down and things like that here in Florida. Mm -hmm. um, just all of that. So she kind of felt like she was on eggshells when she was living here and, you know, that kind of put a little bit of stress on our relationship because I wanted to be like, okay, well, don't worry about it. Like, you know, you're living here now, like let's make this our space kind of thing. Um, but for her, it was, you know, it was something that she didn't want to have to do. She, you know, I was her daughter. So there was, you know, that, but mm -hmm. she just more or less didn't want to feel like she was invading my space. She was kind of, stayed to her little corner. And I think there's a lot of people that are in that situation that feel like, you know, the same way, like they don't want to impede too much on the person they're staying with space. Um, they're very aware that they're in someone else's space. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, 
emotionally, you know, too, because there's a lot of uncertainty going on, like the loud chaos of that around them um, for the person that they're living with, but also for them. Yeah. You know, and one way, well, let me back up a bit. I think if you're the person who is allowing someone to live with you, you can easily forget what they're going through. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you're being generous and you're like, no, it's fine. Just, you know, whether you say take as long as you need or the, my house is your house. Um, it doesn't change what the other what the other individual is going through. Mm-hmm. And I like how you said it. She didn't want to be a burden. Not that you are making her feel like she was a burden. She just, I mean, imagine people have been grown for years. They're accustomed to taking care of themselves. And now mm-hmm. they're suddenly being thrust into a situation that is not their fault. Is It really is not anyone's fault. Mm-hmm. Like, who do you blame for that? So that just kind of creates a lot, just a lot of stuff that needs to be dealt with. And yet you are still, like we said, in these un- this, this uh, uncertainty, mm-hmm. where will you be living from, you know, next month or where, where will you be working? So it, exactly. Like you can't even give the person you're staying with like a, a deadline. <laughs> like I'll be out in three months, you know, or I'm in between jobs or something because it's just so uncertain. You don't really, for the longest time, we didn't know. Mm-hmm. And to some extent, we still don't know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know? And so no matter how comfortable you try to make someone feel, it, mm-hmm. it can just, that discomfort just kind of comes with the disruptions that we're all feeling now. Right. Absolutely. And then I know on my end of like kind of hosting somebody that was um, kind of down and out, like, you know, it, it's, it's, it can feel a little intense sometimes because you also, your the energy of your space changes, the dynamic kind of changes a little bit. You have somebody who, you know, you might be used to being fun and bubbly and, you know, whatever. And then you have them in this space and time and they, and really um, this happened relatively quickly. So there's no like preparation or anything. It was just kind of like, nope close up shop. Um, so you have somebody that, you know, whole emotional state changes, mm-hmm. um, which you're not really prepared for sometimes, I guess, if, when you're inviting them to stay with you. Um, so you have that too. And you're absolutely right. You said it before where, you know, um, I was like, Oh, stay as long as you want, stay as long as you need. And then, you know, close to, <laughs> A few, you know, six months, you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah, this okay. Getting, this is getting tired. This is getting oh, this is tight now. The things are, that used to be kind of like fun and engaging about this person is like freaking annoying. You're like, oh God, if I have to hear one more thing or listen to their show, like I'm going to rage. Um, so you definitely do forget sometimes like what they're going through as well. Cause then you're, at least for me, I was like, oh my gosh, like, when am I going to get my space back? Like mm-hmm. trying to control things and cause I felt out of control and you know, then it can just kind of create a little discomfort for both people. 
Oh, yeah. And so, you know, let's kind of linger there for a little bit. I know um, when I when I have guests who come and stay with me, and here's a crazy thing, right? Whether it is for like an evening or a weekend or a week, mm-hmm. there is a point where you do begin to feel like, oh, man, now I can't do this, right? If someone's sleeping <laughs> on your couch and on Friday nights, your routine was to lay on your couch and watch Netflix. Yeah, you can go to your bedroom or you can go wherever, but now that root, that, that moment, that space, that activity is gone. It's closed off. You're kind of like, yeah, like that's off limits. now. Right. It, it's, mm-hmm. and, and, and are you going to be like, uh, do you mind going somewhere else or to the kitchen or mm-hmm. you, that, now there's that, you know, what do you do in that? Do you just go without or do you say something? And wow. I mean, I I had gone without. <laughs> yeah, but see, you can only go without for so long. Hi, we are the Mercier Kids. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you thank you for your support now back to the show it's true and you know we'll talk about it in a little while but um that was one of the things that you know you reach a breaking point i feel like and then everything just comes out and Mm -hmm. so everything you've kind of been holding on to with this person um you that you didn't really have to deal with because you could just kind of be distantly together um via social media like you can kind of shut them off when you want to shut them off and you can cut the phone call short when you want to cut the phone call short but now you're like literally in the space and so you get to a point where you can't just click off like or Mm -hmm. hang up like you actually have to have those conversations with these people um and and actually be vulnerable and let people know how you feel yeah i'll I'll tell you um years ago um i was living with my mom um, when we moved back down to south florida and we i'm telling you yeah, growing up with your parents, yeah, you know, there's some issues. I mean, hell, that's why you move away, to get away from those issues. <laughs> yeah, that's why we go to college, right? Thank God for college. Um, it, it, college has saved a lot of parental and familial relationships, trust me. But it's clear that if the relationship is going to be maintained, that you have to address the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. You have to, and, and, you know, I think we had, I think there's an, there's an episode where we talk about like having these hard conversations and that's the thing that keeps us from these meaningful relationships. Um, COVID has really forced some conversations because just circumstances have changed. We can no longer run from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. You're right. Um, even just in <clears throat> like spouse relationships or, you know, the people that you're dating, I've, I've, I've seen people 
people's relationships have gotten more serious <laughs> um, or they've disintegrated, mm-hmm. um, you know, because people are just not having those hard conversations or they are, and it's allowed the relationship to flourish or they haven't. And I feel like it's caused a little bit of resentment or some friction. Um, but ultimately it has COVID has presented an opportunity where people have are having to um adjust not just like with the uncertainty but also just the emotional um component of it which is like we said before like you can't you're you're face to face with these people you can't click off like you have to deal with some of these emotions that are coming up and so we're, we're, we're talking about, so coping with some of these uncertainties. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're talking about the emotions that come up now is really the only way to cope to what, talk about it. Are there any other coping skills or strategies or tips um, to be implemented? Well, in my personal opinion I think um there's been times like through this COVID experience where um I've had to reconnect with myself and um what does that look like because you know things have slowed down quite a bit and you know oftentimes you're left with yourself for longer periods of time without the normal distractions of our day-to-day life that we typically have. And so um, that buzzword of self-care kind of comes to mind um, off the bat. And what does that mean? Because some of the typical self-care things that you see um, people resort to, um, like massages or like spa days, weren't really available. So in my experience, it was like reconnecting to the things that um, I really enjoyed, um, which were things that I kind of hadn't really thought about, as weird as that sounds, um, in a really long time. Things like painting or going outside for like walks with my mom or... um, you know, doing things more together, but they were activities versus just um, individual things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was opportunities to be a little bit more creative with how I was going to handle some of those big emotions. And I'm not going to lie, at first it was definitely difficult, but, um, you know, when I was able to kind of reconcile that this was the reality um that was really helpful (laughs) yeah no good it's it's great i've said before and and i guess similar to what you're saying in terms of coping um so i started a new job in february and that Mm -hmm. job it had a about a 45 minute to an hour commute Mm -hmm. and that That was something I thought I was going to dread, right? But as it turns out, I actually enjoyed that commute. I got so much reading done. 
and I kind of built a routine and, you know, we would get on the the bus and, you know, like there was just something that developed and it it happened pretty quick. And then Mm -hmm. a month into it, that got taken away from me because COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And then it didn't really hit me until I started working from home because now I no longer had the transition time between work. Right. Right. So that's something that's also happening when you have people, or if you're hosting someone, I like when you use that word, if you're hosting someone or if you are being hosted, Mm -hmm. right. You, you lose your routine around work or just you lose all routine. So now not only have I lost that, but my kids are home and it no longer feels like it's like my job, right? It's like a job in the house. So it's almost like the house's, the house's job, if that makes any sense for anybody who's working from home. It does. It used to be like your uh-huh. getaway time, your special place. You had mm-hmm. your special friends and (laughs) I no longer have my special friends and we no longer go out to lunch on Thursdays and we don't go to the market on every other Tuesday when it shows up. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, wow. And so it it, it happens to to many people. It's happening to everybody. I want to say whether you're in uncertain due to either losing your job or your home, or if you've maintained your job, maintained your income, Mm -hmm. but you've lost the routine. Right. Well, what are, what do you think are some of the benefits, if you would, if you will, of, having to recreate this new, this quote unquote new normal. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I'll definitely tell you it's, it's made me and I've heard from other people, it's made them more appreciative, Mm -hmm. um, which is how it goes, right? You have something, you take it for granted, you lose it, then you really love it. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, you reconnect with it. And so the times that I have been able to connect with people digitally, because, you know, that's what we have now. Right. I am relishing those moments. You know, I almost don't want them to end. Um, my, yeah. bro- my brother lives in Maryland and uh, we took a road trip to go see him. And then my new baby, uh, my new niece hung out with him and wife. Mm-hmm. And then, but when we talk on the phone now, and my brother and I, we could always talk, but like, I genuinely enjoy connecting with my brother when we talk. And then we have some um, digital meetups, some Zoom calls with some of my cousins. We have one in Seattle, another one in California. And we get together every other week on Saturday nights. And we just talk and have a drink and catch up. And I find myself looking forward to those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even just the, um, I found too, like, you know, in, when I was working, um, I'd have to wake up so early in the morning at like 5.30. Now with 
having, you know, Zoom starting at eight o'clock, I have so much time to do like a slow morning, um, which there's something really great about waking up slow. I feel like you're not jumping out of bed um, and just getting, you know, hitting fast forward. Mm-hmm. You know, those, like you're saying, like just, just kind of relishing in those like small things that, you know, like you said, you, you would take for granted. And also for me, like becoming a little bit more creative, like working on the kind of the side hustles that like I thought about doing or never really thought I had time to do. I kind of have a a little bit more time to do that Mm -hmm. Um, and explore more of those interests that I really actually really like. Nice. Mm -hmm. I know you've been traveling too. Yeah. Now, see, we when we say travel, people are like, oh my God, traveling during COVID. It's yeah, traveling, sorry. but <laughs> in, in my own, it's traveling in my own like spaceship, if you will, right? We're talking about in my truck because mm-hmm. um, right. I'm not quite ready to get on the plane yet. Um, but mm-hmm. traveling and really doing a lot more outdoor stuff, which... Mm-hmm. I, I was really into the outdoors before, but now I'm really appreciative of it because that is one aspect in my life, at least, that's not um, changed for the worse, you know? And right. so if we're talking about space, while I've lost some control of like the space in my house and that dynamic, um, I, run, I run outside. I go outside and then I sit in that space. You know, as we, as we're having this conversation, I'm actually preparing for a hike, um, in the month Ooh. of Oct- for the, in the month of October. Nice. A week long hike on the Appalachian Trail. How fun is that? Oh, I'm gonna find awesome. out. I'm gonna find out <laughs> soon. Find out. Report back. Um, but also too, like you're saying, like the proximity and like the physical space, but I've found, um, for me, like my, the emotional space, um, that I, like said before I had otherwise just kind of closed off. Like if I didn't want to deal with someone or something, um, I could just click off, but having somebody here, um, and the ability to really work on a relationship or better my relationship with whoever it is that was, you know, my mom who's staying with me, you know, I think at, at it and um, like, I'm not going to have too much of that time again mm-hmm. where, you know, my mom is now in Texas with my dad. And so having her with me for a year is something that, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure future Mia will be very happy mm-hmm. um, to have had that time with my mom. And to be able to share space with her so closely. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And I think about while I complain about losing some of my autonomy in my Mm -hmm. time away from my kids, from the wife, I do. There is a part of me that's grateful for having it, you Mm -hmm. know, because, yeah, we've been together for a long time, but we've never been together for this extended this uninterrupted time, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like you said earlier, you know, they, it makes or breaks a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, 
you know, I'm definitely appreciative for it. And for people in that situation, yeah, that's something they can also turn to um, as a positive. Um, it's not easy. I will, I'll be the first to tell you. Mm-mm. It is not. I'll be the second to tell you. When she was here invading my space, I was like, future man doesn't care. <laughs> it is not without its challenges, you know? Yeah. And we're talking about little stuff, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. they don't wash the coffee mug or they use your favorite mug, your, right. mon- your Monday morning mug. Or they broke something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They broke something. They clogged something. Yeah. And then an opportune time. You're like, ah. <laughs> I know. But, you know, those things are, are, are in the grand scheme of things. They are minor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's the message, I guess, to be taken away is that it, yes, there are uncertain times. Um, but the things that create the uncertainties and the anxieties at times, re- relative to what's happening in the world, they're minor. They're minor. And this isn't mm-hmm. me trying to preach to you or anybody else, but we recognize that things could be way worse. Mm-hmm. And I know people often look to yeah. that as a way to say, oh, they could always be worse. But, you know, I, I like to be in the mindset of just appreciating what I can, you know, because, um, yeah, I may not have it. It's true. Very so, true. Yeah. So we'd like to hear from you if you're hosting or being hosted, um, <laughs> what that whole experience is like. Um and, and you don't necessarily have to be, say, hosting someone new because it almost feels like I'm hosting my kids and my wife sometimes because ordinarily mm-hmm. they shouldn't be in the house at one o'clock in the afternoon. That's very true. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. whatever your situation is, we'd like to hear what that experience is like. Um, you know how to get in touch with us. You know... Uh, what is it the uh, social media is out there Um, leave a review Mm -hmm. leave a review Um, please leave a review Um, or just a comment in the review section I don't know Uh, thank you for for those of you who've been um, sharing um, the metrics I gotta update you on the metrics They, they are looking good looking better than good Ooh, I like to hear that. Yay. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Well, that's our show, guys. Thank you for joining us for uh, this weekend edition of Relationship Renegade. Uh, Thank you. I invite you to come back for another installment next Saturday, but also Wednesday, catching the regular Wednesday uh, installments. Thanks again and enjoy the rest of your weekend.